Company culture is hugely important. The ways that we shape our organization, the ways that we do things, yeah, it, it, it matters. But most people's experience of company culture is going to be filtered through that team culture. Hey leader, David Burke is here, organizational psychologist and author of four best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to build a strong team culture. Culture is the secret sauce of teams. It's, it's that little sort of thousand islandy sauce on the double-double at In-N-Out that just makes it delicious. Culture matters. But there's a lot of misconceptions we have about culture. I mean, one of the biggest ones is that it's about the company culture, the whole organizational culture. And over the last couple of years, especially if you've been in, in a company that has asked you to work fully remote or hybrid for a time, you've probably realized something that was true before as well, which is that the culture of a team matters more than company culture. Company culture is hugely important. The ways that we shape our organization, the ways that we do things, yeah, it, it, it matters. But most people's experience of company culture is going to be filtered through that team culture, filtered through their experience of the six or eight or 10 people they interact with the most. And we don't pay enough attention to team culture. So in this video, we're gonna talk about what a strong team culture looks like and then how you can get started building that team culture. When we look at what defines a strong team culture, a culture of high performers, we find really three elements we need to focus in on. Purpose, clarity, and safety. Purpose, clarity, and safety. And I wanna talk about each one in turn, and then we'll talk about how you can get started building it. When we say purpose here as a team, we don't necessarily mean the overarching mission statement of the organization, although that helps. If you can recite that carefully worded, consultant-written, buzzword-laden mission statement that's at the top of every company 10K and used to be at a big glass plaque as you walked through the front door of the organization's headquarters, if you can recite that, great. But what I mean here when I say team purpose is that the team knows how their work makes a difference. The team knows not necessarily the whole organization's why, but they know their who. Who benefits from the work that they do. Sometimes, especially if this is a, a client or a customer facing role, or if this is a role that just has people interact with stakeholders in the community a lot, sometimes this is easy, right? Sometimes the work that we're asking teams to do carries with it a high level of task significance. We can see that who easily. Other times, we have to remind people of that who. Maybe it's an internal who. Maybe the work that we do just lets other teams in the organization do their best work. That still matters, and the research supports the idea that that can still strongly motivate people. So that still counts as purpose. What doesn't count as purpose is it matters that we get the work done so that we get bonuses. It matters that we get the work done so that we can get promoted or individuals on the team can get promoted. What doesn't matter is if we get the work done, we're growing as an organization. No, those things are not purpose. Those things are useful, those things are important, those things are wins worth celebrating, but they're not purpose. And as leaders of a team, we need to speak the language of purpose and the language of purpose starts mostly with who. It answers the question, who benefits from the work that we do. The second element of a strong team culture is clarity. Clarity of roles and responsibilities, yes. We need to make sure that everybody on the team knows what's expected of them. We need to make sure that everybody on the team understands what the deliverable is, understands how their work fits that whole of what the team is seeking to deliver, but also understands who's taking what. 
you know, most teams are highly integrative. One of the things I do with a lot of teams that I'm working with is I have us write almost a, a declaration of interdependence. We need each other, and so here's how we're gonna collaborate. And the goal of that is to build that clarity. Clarity beyond just this is your job description and these are the tasks you're responsible for, by the way. Clarity of roles and responsibilities, yes, but also clarity of knowledge, skills, and abilities. Also clarity of strengths and weaknesses. Also clarity of context and preferences. Right? If, you, if you're working, even if you're working in everybody is in the office or everybody is in remote, everybody's working in different contexts. Everybody has different preferences. You don't have to be a part of an organization long to figure out that different people have different preferences for how to use email, for example, or, or how often they can interrupt other people. And as a team, we need to come to agreement on that, come to some ground rules for collaboration on that, just so that there's clarity, clarity of how we're going to collaborate. We need to know each other as a team, not only what we're doing, but who we actually are and how we can work best with each other. That's what we mean when we say a strong team culture marked by clarity. And the last element is safety, as in psychological safety, as in the extent to which members of a team feel free to take risks, feel free to fully express themselves, feel free to speak up when they disagree. That feeling of safety, and this isn't safety like you're never gonna encounter an idea you disagree with, or you're never gonna encounter uh, an idea you find offensive. Sometimes you're gonna find those things, right? It's inherent in the world that disagreements are gonna happen. Psychological safety, the safety that we're after, is that when those disagreements happen, they're marked by trust and respect. Those disagreements happen because I trust that I can speak up on the team and not be harshly judged for it, not be unfairly uh, treated because of it. I can share my dissenting opinion and be heard and listened to. And respect because I'll do the same for other people. I will demonstrate active listening. I will demonstrate respect when I hear those ideas that I disagree with. I won't think that you are dumber than me or less human than me just because we disagree about things. If we can build that culture of psychological safety, we'll have a team where people speak up before the whole team pursues a course of action under a false consensus that ends up being wrong and leads to disaster, right? And we can save a lot of pain just by having people that are willing to dissent and disagree. And then even if we end up going with that point that they disagreed with, we still have to talk about it more, we have to defend it more, and as a result, we end up with a better plan of action. And we know this from research and creativity, for example, that Alex Osborne was wrong, and in the process of brainstorming, when people demonstrate respectful dissent, the ideas generated afterwards by pushing back on each other's ideas, the ideas generated afterwards are better, so we can find better ideas as well. And the last thing we can do is learn. When people feel free to take risks, when they know that they're not gonna be harshly punished for taking a risk, trying out a different way, uh, potentially a better way to achieve something and it doesn't work, they know that they're gonna have a team that believes that Failure is feedback, and that team is gonna seek the lesson out of it. Not to punish them, not to sideline them, not to make them feel less of a member of the team, but to go, okay, what can we learn from that failure where everyone benefits? Now, as a result, we're also gonna be less likely to hide failures, which is a huge problem on poor team cultures. People quick to excuse away their role in failure or hiding it entirely, which beyond being unethical, deprives the whole team of those learning opportunities. We don't wanna do that. We want to build that sense of psychological safety, paired with that sense of clarity and that sense of purpose to build a strong team culture. So how do we build that strong team culture? Well, it's not enough to just outline these. I mean, yeah, you could forward this video to everyone on your team, 
that would be great. I would really appreciate it. But we have to think about the ways that these three elements, purpose, clarity, and safety, get reinforced on a daily basis. And there's a lot of literature out there about culture and culture shaping, but I'll simplify a lot of it right here. Culture really comes down to two things, or at least the way we reinforce culture comes down to two things, artifacts and rituals. Artifacts are those things that we can see or hear, those things that we know that are understood upon seeing or hearing them as something that's, that's part of the team. So this is jargon. This is acronyms. These are little inside jokes that happen from shared experiences. Those are all artifacts of a culture. You know, a lot of us misconstrue artifacts in an organizational culture as like, oh, it's the foosball table, right? Or it's the fact that we have free lunch. That's not necessarily an, an artifact. What are you trying to reinforce by that? Are you trying to reinforce a playful culture? Great, like that, then we have a real artifact. But just going to Sam's Club and buying a cheap foosball table and throwing it next to the break room, that's not gonna shape culture. We wanna think deeper about the things that we are showing people, the things that people are interacting with. We wanna think deeper about the acronyms, the jargon we're using, all as a form of reinforcing purpose, clarity, or safety. So maybe we need to add some artifacts that show how the work that we do benefits others. Maybe it's a picture or several pictures of stakeholders or customers that are served, right? Maybe we need to move that glass plaque in from the company headquarters and move it into where our team works together so we can see that mission statement. Probably not though. I think you're better off with the who than the why of the mission statement. And, and maybe we need to go back as new people are coming in the organization and expose them to some of the inside jokes they're gonna hear, some of the shared experiences that they weren't a part of so they at least get it so that the first time it comes up, they still feel like a member of the team. That's what I mean when I say, artifacts. Now rituals, rituals are actions that we do, right? So they're not things we see, they're specific actions that we do that are unique to our team or at least help our team signal to each other what's important. So a ritual for clarity, for example, might be engaging in a weekly huddle where the first, uh, you know, every start of every week, we actually help each other by answering a couple different questions that keep each other updated. These could be personal questions, you know, so this could be a formal way of asking how was your weekend, et cetera. But more importantly, these are those role clarity questions. What did you just finish last week? What are you working on now? Where do you need help? What's blocking your progress or how can we help you? That regular ritual is something that can help build that sense of clarity. We also have rituals that can help build that sense of safety as well. Anything that really helps people get to know each other on a, on a deeper level, or at least a non-work level, it may be not necessarily deeper, it's just different. Anything that helps people find those uncommon commonalities, things that they have in common with each other, and maybe the rest of the team or the rest of the organization doesn't have, that'll build a friendship that will increase the sense of trust and respect on your team. But we need to have, per perhaps a ritual to do that. Maybe we do a specific icebreaker at the start of every team meeting, or, or maybe we have a regular one day a month where we have not an offsite activity, but an other than work activity that we go through. Could be as simple as just lunch, could be as simple as like an end of the week walk, a quick like half mile walk to just connect with each other and de-stress after a hard week. Whatever that ritual is, That'll help build potentially not only psychological safety, but the way that you can structure it help clarity and purpose as well. So this is what we need to look at as leaders. What are the artifacts and rituals that are going on in our team now? Are they conducive to purpose, clarity, and safety? Do they actually help build that sense? Or like a lot of teams find, the rituals that happen organically are actually, well, sometimes they're almost more like recreational complaining right? Sometimes they actually diminish that sense of team culture. And as a result, we may need to 
strip them and be much more specific about building positive rituals. But if we start there, we know that the goal is purpose, clarity, and safety, and we start with those artifacts and rituals, we'll be well on our way to reorienting everyone on the team towards the pursuit of those ideas. And yes, we'll have a team that is marked by a sense of purpose that motivates them to do the work that everyone is clear on who's doing what, and to do it with a strong sense of, of risk-taking and a strong sense of learning that comes with psychological safety. In other words, we'll have a strong team culture. In other words, we'll have a culture where everyone can do their best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, leave a rating and review because it helps share these messages with many, many people. And if you really liked it and you want to go deeper, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkuscom slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do your best work ever.